0: Hi everybody this is Don Newman and this is Living a Life Worth Remembering, the show that is all about you living a fulfilling life but also leaving a legacy for others in the future. And so today's show is about something that I'm very excited to talk about because it's something that we all deal with on a regular basis and that's work. That's about our jobs, And our jobs can be a place of great satisfaction, or at times it can be a place of challenge and dissatisfaction. And so the title of this episode, today's show, is Don't Unbuckle Now, The Ride Is Not Over. How to stay, grow, and promote through a difficult or unfulfilling job. You know, when you think about uh, struggle and you think about challenge in life, Even when we go through very difficult circumstances, we're always looking for where's that escape hatch? Where is the exit door? Show me the quickest way to get out of this situation. We look for a shortcut. And while that's true in life, it's even more true when you face a job. Uh, I can think of jobs that I have had where, you know, early on in the process it became difficult, it became uncomfortable, and already I'm looking, "Uh, is this the place that I want to stay? Is this the place that I you know that I want to be now while it's true that there are jobs that uh, need to be changed out we need to uh, find an upgrade or we need to pull out of that job we all have those type of jobs too many times people make the decision to try to bail early on a job I like to say that they try to unbuckle while the ride is still moving and what happens is is they stop the process before they actually find out is this the place that I'm supposed to be. And I can tell you that as I have been in management for several years, I have uh, interviewed uh, countless people uh, as I've looked to hire people, but I've looked at hundreds and hundreds of resumes and I want to tell you the story of two different type of applicants that I have seen over the years. The first applicant, this guy, this individual never stays anywhere. You can actually look at their resume and it's like they're in January of this year, they leave the same year. And while it looks like they have a lot, of, a lot of experience, they've worked a lot of jobs and they would have a lot of experience from all those jobs, they actually never stayed long enough to ever gain an experience. I like to say that they have more starts and stops than a UPS driver the week before Christmas. And unfortunately, many of these people end up in their 50s or 60s looking back over their life with very little in savings, maybe no retirement. And really, they don't know what they've done with their life. And the opposite extreme of that are the individuals that I've seen their resumes, and it looks like they have mastered their life like Christopher Columbus mastered the Santa Maria. They have gone through challenge after challenge, but they have moved forward through those challenges to become the person that they always dreamed of becoming. Maybe they didn't see where they were gonna end up, but they made a decision to overcome and work through the challenges in life. And for those people, they actually look at these difficulties and these struggles as stepping stones to actually step into their future, to actually promote and move forward they look at them as stepping stones instead of stumbling blocks to trip over and to stop and uh, stop the process of where they're moving at. And so, again, there is a time when all of us may need to change the job that we're in. We may need to, to quit the job that we're in. But let's look at how. How can we stay? How can we grow? And how can we promote? Because many times we're actually in a situation that we need to stay in there. We need to hang in there and we need to move through the process and find what is at the very end. And so I want to talk about staying. How do you stay? Uh, The first question you need to answer is, why do you need to stay? And uh, I love uh, some of the things that I have read over the years of What are the best reasons to stay in a difficult job? Why should you stay in a difficult job? And one of the first reasons you should stay in a difficult job is you need the money. If you don't have another option that is going to be able to take care of you, that's going to be able to provide for your needs, uh, if the current job you're in is paying the bills, you know, the last thing you want to do is vacate that job and go into the world of the unemployed in trying to figure out how you're going to make it. I never will forget uh, when I was first married, I went into a difficult job, one of those type jobs that you just, you know, you look at and you start to question, well, is this the job I want to stay in? And unfortunately, this job ended for me Uh, Kind of abruptly it was a mutual decision. I did exactly what I'm talking about You don't want to do and I ended up finding myself unemployed, but I was only unemployed for a few hours Uh, when I left that uh, place of employment that day after uh, Having my employment ended I'd actually called my wife at home and told her uh, I wouldn't be home uh, Until I had found another job and basically I found three jobs. I found a job digging a foundation Uh, at the church that I was attending. They were actually building an extra wing and they could use a couple of people to actually come and dig a foundation or dig out for the foundation. I also found a job uh, tying steel at a former employer that I worked for that actually needed some extra uh, help during the day. And, And those two jobs, they just weren't enough to be able to pay Uh, our bills so I found a third job and that was working at a grocery store actually bagging groceries that tells you how long ago this was but you know these were not my dream jobs but guess what they paid the bills and I made a decision once that first job ended I had to find a way to be able to pay the bills to be able to make sure that uh, my family was uh, provided for. So, you know, one of the reasons you want to stay is you want to stay because if it's paying the bills, you want, to, you want to stay at that job until you find the next job. Another reason why you want to stay is you just don't have another job opportunity that makes sense. If you don't have anything that really is sticking out that says, hey, this is your bridge, this is your way to the career you've always dreamed of, it doesn't make sense to jump from where you're at. Uh, unless unless you really really know where you're going uh, another reason is uh, you know you're supposed to be there I can't tell you how many people I've talked to that are struggling uh, in their current work in their current career but at the end of the conversation I ask them do you believe you're supposed to be doing this and they'll always answer yes I, I absolutely believe I'm supposed to be there well then you have to stay you need to stay and you need to find a way to stay you know some people need to realize that they need to stay in their current job not just because it pays the bills because it also is the base that they can work on their next job uh, i'd never forget uh, when i was a state trooper i was actually studying for and preparing for full-time ministry well i didn't want to stay as a state trooper forever but it gave me the chance to actually not only pay the bills and provide and take care of my family, but it actually gave me the chance to prepare for ministry. So I treated it as a base to prepare for the next place. So I stayed even though at times it could be difficult. You know, how many uh, jobs actually prepare you for the next job? So one of the reasons you might need to stay, are there skills in this job that you're going to need at the next job you're going to go to? Is there programming that you're learning or or leadership skills? What kind of skills are you gaining that you're going to need in the next job? And one of the biggest reasons why I tell people you want to stay, unless you know you're supposed to leave, is you do not want to develop the reputation of being a job hopper. Uh, There's nothing worse than uh, to get a resume when you're hiring and you're looking for that perfect employee and you've got 20 resumes and the first one you pick up the individual left job after job after job after job I'll be real honest with you as a hiring manager you don't even normally consider that person because you think you're going to be the next place they're going to come for eight months before they head on to the next direction I like to use the illustration of the nail Um, you know when you're pounding a nail into a board and you've got a hammer, nails are made very, very strong to really go into a board. I mean, and actually, if you're attaching something to that board, you know, a nail like this is strong enough to hold that board in place. But have you ever noticed what happens if you put the nail in and you pull it out and you put it in again and you pull it out again, you put it in and you pull it out again? What happens if you do that several times is the nail gets bent. And it gets in a shape that you can't really even nail it in again. And so what happens is, is when somebody moves from job to job to job to job to job, they actually develop this sense of of starting something and they're already looking to leave it early. Because why? Because they've done it again and again and again. And so those are reasons why you need to stay. Now, there are reasons that uh, should never be a reason why you're going to leave. And I hear this sometimes. Well, I'm going to leave and go take this other job because there aren't any issues at that other job. Let me tell you, if you're dealing with issues in your current job, I can almost tell you, even though there can be better jobs, there can be better bosses, but you're going to deal with some of those same issues that you're struggling with now in that next job. And so I want to challenge you. Don't look at the grass and say the grass is greener and say it's going to be different over there. If, if you're leaving solely because I don't want to face these challenges, you need to just be honest with yourself that some of those challenges you're going to deal with in that next place. And lastly, uh, one of the reasons that you don't want to leave, that you don't want to say, hey, I'm going to move to this other job, is I don't want to face a difficult situation in the current job I have. I can tell you, I've talked with people that, a coworker or a boss or somebody that they had conflict with, they tell themselves, hey, if I could leave and go to another job, I don't have to deal with that. Go ahead and face that situation because you'll find if you can conquer that situation in the current job, you'll find you may want to stay in that current job and you'll also not go into a job thinking that you won't have problems with individuals. Well, after you determine is this a job I should stay in and you really you know you look at those reasons why should you stay in this job and let me tell you why I encourage people to do this Uh, so many people if you were to look at today that have become major leaders of companies major leaders in government uh, leaders in sports you'll you'll find this common thread that they experience difficulties throughout their life But they learned how to overcome through those difficulties and those difficulties and challenges and even some unfulfilling places because many people deal with a job that's just bored they're bored with it and it's just not fulfilling well if you can learn to work through those and overcome those you'll actually find that you are being trained for future opportunities and future jobs that really require responsibility and so I want to encourage you to look at staying, but let me tell you some ways that you can stay uh, that'll help you to stay. Like if you know, okay, I need to stay in this job. It's difficult. There's a couple of things I want to tell, tell you to do. The first thing is find your why. Find the reason why you need to stay in that job and you may have to dig deep inside and ask yourself, what is it about this company? What is it about this role that I want to stick out? That I want to stick this out and see this through Uh, because every goal that you're going to create, the base of that goal is going to be the why. Why do I have this goal? Why am I doing this? And you need to have that conversation with yourself and you need to determine, I'm going to understand, I'm going to find what is the why. I was in a job one time that uh, was difficult and there were some circumstances surrounding me that were difficult, but the why was real clear. I need to stay here because I've got future potentials that are tied to this. And if I leave now, how am I ever going to get to this other location? So find your why. Another thing you need to do is this. Find what you like about it. You know, it's so easy to find what you don't like about the current role because you're dealing with those things. Well, uh, you know, you might say, uh, I I don't like uh, a boss that uh... is no longer pouring into me he's not uh... he's not mentoring me he's not spending time with me well you know the flip side of that can be well you know one thing i do like is he's not micromanaging me uh... and again that's just looking at one situation at both sides of the coin but what are the things you like about it i like the benefits i like that i work in air conditioning i like that i don't have to work midnights i like that i don't have to work holidays I like the fact that uh, I have uh, things uh, that are covered in this company that are a benefit to me. And you can go on and on and on, but you need to make that list and you need to begin to tell yourself some of those things. Uh, Also, one of the things you can do is just look back and remember. (laughs) I've done this so many times and I actually have places that I drive by that I used to work at uh, that I call to mind as I am headed Uh, to my current job now. And there's one particular place that was a call center that as I look at that place off of the side of the road as I'm heading to my place of work, I remember having to work shift work. I remember having to be on the phone and being micromanaged on handle time and I remember having to work holidays. I remember not making very much money. I remember a lot of bad things. Well, you know, sometimes you need to reflect on what you've been through So that you can understand how blessed you have it. Again, you're doing things to help you stay through a difficult or unfulfilling job so that you can get to where you want to go. Another thing is focus on adding value to others. This is huge. If you begin to find other people in your current place of employment, and, you know, you're going through some difficulty. Maybe it's not so difficult uh, as the last job, but you're, you're really wanting to really feel invested there. If you'll begin to find others around you that you can add value to, well, what do I mean by that? Well, let's say that you have learned a skill uh, and you're in sales and you work around a number of new people that haven't learned that skill. Well, you know, if you take the time to connect with some of the people that are around you and start to add value to them, if you begin to give away what you've learned, you will find that something begins to happen at the place that you're working that changes your attitude about uh, the, what you're going through. You ever heard the saying, you bloom where you're planted? Well, too many people, they are what I call, uh, they're, they've quit, but they're still showing up for work. They're there and they're coming in and they're doing their job, but internally they've quit, they've resigned. And it's like a plant that actually is not planted uh, in a flower bed. Uh, You know, eventually that plant is going to die. For that plant to live, to become what it is destined to become, it needs to be fully planted. Well, what happens when you start to add value to the people around you, you start to invest in people without you realizing it, you start to get fully planted and you may be still dealing with some difficulty and you may not agree with certain things, but you will find that you're making that place a fertile bed to grow in. A uh, Last thing I want to share with you that will help you to stay is uh, avoid other disgruntled employees. Uh, if you really want to be invested there, the first thing you need to do is get planted and the second thing you need to do is avoid those employees that are making the decision to unplant themselves because they'll drag you down into that as well and so this will help you to be able to stay and to be able to stay for the reason that you have a future a destiny that you're connected with and so if you can stay then you can do the next thing which is grow okay Growing is important, even if you love your job, even if you're not going through a difficult job, you want to grow in this job. Growth makes us happy. If we're not growing, we're not happy. And so how can you make a decision to really grow? Well, it begins by being intentional about growing, about making a decision to grow. And some of the ways that you can grow is this. First off, take, first off, take on new challenges. You know, nothing causes us to grow like taking on a new challenge, learning something new. And many times you may have to ask for help. Many times you may have to ask somebody uh, for their help. Uh, if you want to learn something new, if you want to take on a new challenge. But nothing will cause us to grow like being stretched, like being pulled. And as you look at places that you can do that, those things are going to cause you to grow. I like to talk about also creating what I call a living resume. What's a living resume? A living resume is where you keep a record of everything you're doing and everything you're learning. And so imagine you learn a new skill at work, but you actually start to catalog what you're doing, the skills that you're learning. You know, uh, this will not only help you in the future if you do decide to put together a resume, but it helps you see who you're becoming, how you're growing, where you're going. Uh, Read, listen, and watch. What does that mean? What you read, what you listen to, and what you watch really can cause you to grow. And so books that you read, podcasts you listen to, this show that you're listening to, and things that you're watching, including this show, really can make a big difference in how you grow. The more that you can grow in that current position, the more you're gonna find that things will begin to change around you. So you want to stay and you want to grow. And the last thing I talk about is promoting. Now the cool thing about this is if you will stay when you're supposed to stay and you'll become the person you're supposed to become, you will grow. And if you stay and grow, guess what? You're not going to be trying to promote yourself. Others are going to be working to promote you. Uh, I have seen this time and time again that the person that grows, that stays and becomes, you can't keep them from promoting. And the reason why is, is because those that are looking to hire people into well-paying positions, promote people into places of leadership, there are certain things that they're looking for. One of the first things they're looking for is they're looking for the ability to to work through difficulty. Uh, I like to say, we like to hire people that are thermostats, not thermometers. What's the difference? A thermometer just tells you it's hot or tells you it's cold, but a thermostat actually changes the temperature. You ever met somebody that had the ability to uh, actually influence the place where you're working? They actually have a way to uh, change the atmosphere? Well, those are the people that are the most attractive to leaders that are looking for those people, for those key positions, those well-paying positions, those opportunities that you're probably seeking They're really tied to some of the difficulty you're going through now. As you learn to overcome that difficulty and you learn to press through, you're going to find that you're going to develop those skills. They're also looking for people that have mastered certain abilities with people, especially people skills. And most of the issues that we deal with in the difficulties of our job, really most of it revolves around people working with other people, working with bosses, working with contractors, but whatever it may be. And so as you learn how to be able to do those things, guess what? You're gonna find that the opportunities to promote are gonna come at you. You're not gonna to have to seek them. They're actually gonna open up to you. You know, when I talk about people uh, promoting and not even asking to promote, uh, I can point to myself. Uh, When I went to work uh, early on uh, in the publishing company that I currently work with, uh, it was supposed to be a temporary job while I was planting a church. I planned on only taking a three-hour cruise (laughs) and and it not ending up being a permanent job for me. But I wanted to do a good job while I was there, while I was actually working to plant uh, the church. Again, it was my base. It was my base that I was going to work from, to actually build the church that we were planting. And so uh, year after year went by and I actually moved into a full-time role. I actually started out part-time, moved into a full-time role, and uh, was, was very thankful for the increased uh, ability to earn more money. And as I continued in that position, Uh, There was nobody telling me, well, you need to do this and you need to do this to promote. I didn't want to promote. I I wanted to work there for a season and eventually the church would become larger and that would be what we would focus on uh, in a full-time capacity. But I just naturally took an interest in what we were doing and I took an interest in the people that were around me. And there's a principle that I, I want you to learn today if you, if, you rem- if you only remember one thing, I want you to remember this. You are always being interviewed. You're always being interviewed. Uh, the interview isn't when you dress up and put on a tie and show up on the day to talk about why you want that job. The interview is actually happening, uh, if it's in a company, you're already working every day, uh, 9 to 5. It's how you act uh week after week after week, you're being interviewed. And I didn't realize that I was actually being interviewed for a position that they were looking to promote one of the salespeople into. But around my second year uh, as part of this team, I was approached uh, by my boss now who who actually said to me, hey, we've been looking at you and there's a change that we're doing. We actually wanna talk to you about coming into this role. I never put in an application for it. I never told him I would like to move into management if the opportunity ever comes about. In fact, as I said earlier, it was something I wasn't looking to do, but they saw potential in me. And what I learned later is they saw how I worked with my coworkers. they saw how I worked with difficulty, they saw that I was hard working, hard working, and they saw that I was a thermostat and not a thermometer. And That was what they were looking for, so guess what? I was interviewing the whole time. As I moved into that management position, well, guess what happened? I got promoted again. And eventually, I got promoted again. I've been promoted uh, three to four times, and each time, I never put in an application. I never went into my boss's office and said, hey, I'd like to promote. Do you know why I believe people really promote? They promote because they're living in that role where they're at now. See, if you wanna be a manager one day or you wanna be a leader one day, you're actually learning that skill right where you're at right now. And you need to become that person in your current role. You need to take on responsibility and handle things like a manager would handle those things. And that's really what I did during that time. I also believe that in the end, God is the one that promotes. In fact, I love this scripture actually that says in 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 6, it says, if you will humble yourself under the mighty hand of God at the right time, he will promote you. So you know what's happening when you're working through some of this difficulty, when you're working through some of these situations? You're humbling yourself. You're making a decision to serve others, to stay true to the commitment you made to that position and guess what God sees this and it's God that promotes have you ever seen somebody that's trying to promote themselves I mean they're just constantly trying to make a way and it just seems it never works out Uh, and there's nothing wrong with trying to put yourself out there and there's nothing wrong with applying for a position not at all but really and truly you're gonna be promoted because of what you've done in the current position that you're in now, not just on the day you show up for the interview. Uh, I love the story of Sidney Weinberg, and if you've never heard of Sidney Weinberg before, he was a very, very famous uh, leader uh, for a company called Goldman Sachs, which is a very large investment banking uh, organization. Sidney Weinberg went to work for Goldman Sachs not as a trader or not as a partner but he actually went to work as an assistant to the janitor when he was 16 years old for 3 dollars a week he wasn't the janitor he was the janitor's assistant and uh you can imagine he's cleaning offices at night he's cleaning uh, uh maybe cleaning the restrooms i mean you can imagine what he's what he's doing it has nothing to do with trading or being a stockbroker. But you know what? He did a really good job and he caught the attention of one of the senior partners one day. And this individual made a decision, you know what? We want to promote you to the mailroom. Now the mailroom is, there's nothing glorious about working in the mailroom, but for a janitor's assistant, it's a step up. And what did he do when he got promoted to the mailroom? Well, he treated it like it was his mailroom. He reorganized it, and he made it neat, and he made it to where it functioned better. And guess what? People noticed what he did. And as time went on, in 1925, they actually made a decision that they uh, were going to put him through college and actually help him learn a skill. So they actually enrolled him in college and took care of getting him skilled uh, in his studies. And he went to college and he got a degree. And after he left college, they actually bought him a seat at the New York Stock Exchange so he could begin to enter into what they were doing and and, and into trading. And so uh, two years later, he actually made partner in 1927, and then three years later, in 1930, he became a senior partner. Well, for the next 39 years, from 1930 to 1969, uh, Sidney Weinberg turned Goldman Sachs from being a, a, a floundering brokerage into the leading investment bank in the country. And you can read what he did in that industry, and I love this quote that uh, he gave about his journey, and he says that basically, if you want to end up at the top, it's better to start. It's better to start at the bottom because there, at the bottom, you will learn the discipline and motivation needed to climb to the top. And so you may be in a place that you feel like, wow. This is the most unfulfilling position that I'm in. And maybe it is time to look for another position. But if it's not, find the way to stay and find the way to grow so that you can promote. Because if you'll find a way to bloom where you're planted, if you'll find a way to stick and you don't and you don't find your life being turned in and turned out and turned in and turned out of every opportunity that comes up, but you find the ones you're supposed to stick with, you'll find out that those are the things that actually are going to develop you and build a platform for you to promote into the place you have always dreamed of being. And so I want to encourage you, uh, to look at your current situation. And if you look back over your resume and you've had the stops and starts and stops and starts and stops and starts, and you feel bad about it let me encourage you it's not too late to start today it's not too late to stick with the current position you're in or if you're unemployed and you're looking for work to find that place uh... you know the the thing that always changes the past is the future and if you begin to build a future today and you begin to do what i've shared today you're gonna find that despite those past places where maybe you didn't hang in there you can create a new future Well, I've enjoyed today and I hope this has been helpful in helping you to see the great potential that lies in really sticking into, uh, sticking with a a job that may be difficult or unfulfilling. Um, You'll find over time that those opportunities that you're currently in will open the doors to where you want to go. And so until next time, I'm just going to be praying that the ripples that you make today will become waves in the future. And I'll look forward to talking to you again next time on Living a Life Worth Remembering. Have a great day.